if someone's listening to the podcast like on the day this comes out which is obviously after the finale and has not since watched it i would say thank you for being so patient with us and also feeling like you have to watch it with us you know like that'd be amazing but i know zero people have done that so yeah uh i know know. there are some people who you know (laughs) there are some people somebody told me the other day that they listen to the podcast but they haven't seen the traders they don't watch the traders that's lunacy and they need serious mental health intervention no daniel they need they <laughs> they're correct no they are correct they are, oh. you're correct whoever you are you are correct <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck all right what do we say hello oh. welcome to episode whatever the fuck <laughs> of culturally saved <laughs> so crazy daniel smith what's going on wow <laughs> We should reiterate that not that we have checked out of Traitors, but there's definitely been a situation in which we are, <laughs> like, we both watched the finale, having not <laughs> spoken about episode 10 or 11, so it's a jumbo. It's uh, all in one. It's a three in one. It's, it's like a, a shampoo, conditioner, and shower gel. You know what I mean? Like, we're going yes. for the three in one here. And which is which do you think? Do you think, like, what, would like, okay, so episode 10, episode 11, and episode 12, which one's the shower gel, which one is the conditioner, and which one's the shampoo? That's actually more of an in-depth question than I think you Okay, realize. true. Well, I don't know the answer. <laughs> but hey, can I talk to you about Aussie brand? Like Aussie shampoo and Aussie... Oh. Do you, yeah, go on. Do you know that we don't have that? <laughs> do you guys... Okay, that... that's... that's <laughs> co- As you would say, that is cooked. <laughs> yeah, we don't have that. That's not from here. I don't know where what that is. I hate that. Yeah. Like, I really, really hate that. Like, in what marketing roundtable where someone like, I guess we kind of need, like, a shampoo and conditioner, but, like, from Australia, even though it doesn't exist there. Yeah, it's really funny. Anyway, just wanted to bring that up. That's fucked up, actually. Yeah, it's really fucked up. I'm glad you did. She's on a tangent, and we have three episodes to discuss. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're opening with a pretty serious hot take. Yeah. This is our new spotlight into Aussie shampoo and conditioner. Yes. And now that's a pod God. I'd listen to. Yeah. Welcome back to hair care. Welcome back. <laughs> from Australia. How does one round up the last three apps? Do you know what I mean? Like there is just so much that happened. I personally have just come off watching the finale, like literally 15 minutes ago. Yeah. You're so, like, losing your mind, right? I'm galvanized. Yeah. I'm truly galvanized for my day. I'm like looking ahead at a Sunday where I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I'm fueled by the result. <laughs> I like, is do we talk about the result now and then like backtrack? Like, I don't fucking yeah, know. Okay. Like, it's just too- I think we talk about the result right now. And I think if you don't want to hear it, you like fast forward for like three minutes or five minutes. Oh, maybe let's go for three. Okay. <laughs> let's go for a let's go for a tight three. Okay. A hot tight three. And then let's like we'll go into our favorite moments of the past three apps. Some highlights, if you will. This is a highlight reel. This rebranded. Is a highlight reel. Yes. That's this what is a highlight is. reel. That's what this is. And oh baby, are there some highlights I want to touch Holy upon? Holy shit. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot that went down. Okay, so skip forward from now. Uh if you don't want to hear the result until the end because you love hearing the stories as told by Michelle and Daniel. Molly fucking Christ. I can't believe it came down to her. <laughs> Literally, like back when we recorded episode four or five, I was like, Yeah, and that girl who models, I have no idea what her name is. It then resulted in her being. Yeah. 
Oh, how frustrating. And she was so honey. Oh, my. No, I can't. I can't. It's so annoying. And she was he losing her mind. Her. He really tricked her. And I'm so mad at him for doing it. I loved, like, I loved in season one when, okay, another spoiler. But I loved when Wilf was like, I, like, clearly can't do this. Like, when he was, like, he sort of was starting to crack. I just didn't see that in Harry. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? I love how Harry and Andrew, like, immediately turned to each other at the end, or like on each other at the end. And yeah. I was so hoping, my theory going into this final episode was that Evie, knowing that Jasmine wasn't uh, a faithful, therefore Zach's theory must have been debunked, is to then go to well, say Jazz or yeah. Molly and be like, right, we need to band together because like, yes. we're getting absolutely screwed. Let's do this thing. And then Jazz brought it up. Harry so like expertly evaded the question. I don't think he did. I think that he shittily avoided the question. We'll get to that. I think he was we'll shit. I think he behaved poorly and Jazz ate it up. And I was like, Jazz, you are better than this. You are smarter than this. And also I think that Jazz, anyway, we're going to get to it. But whatever, Harry won. Yeah. And he's going to take his family of 12 to Nando's and good for him. <laughs> did you know Nando's has one of the largest collections of South African art on earth? <laughs> What? Okay, so I heard this recently, right? And honestly, I think it needs to be amplified. People need to know this. So apparently, and this may not be gospel, right? But they have like an agreement with like a, the South African like Arts Council or something that essentially for every store that they open, they decorate that store with like original art from South African artists. What? So instead of just buying like weird, just like, I don't know, like generic like Canva art, they like purchase South African art. So like they actually are like funding the arts industry in South Africa, question mark. Okay. Okay, Nando's. Okay. Which I kind of love, but then I hate that I love them. Yeah. You know? No, I can get around that. That's I can get around that. Like I fuck, I actually team. fuck with that. As an artiste myself. Yeah. How would you feel if Nando's approached you? <laughs> I'd be like, give me the fucking money. Are you for real? Imagine if your furniture was also in Nando's. It would be it then then Harry would desperately want to take his family there. Well, obviously, are you kidding? My benches are stunning. Yeah, but it would be much more expensive. It would be a yeah, it would be like maybe a Nando's. Do you know how like I remember when I was younger, I went to New York and the McDonald's in Times Square had like a grand piano in it. And yes. like a man playing the grand piano, right? Yeah. So I think my furniture would be in like the fancy like Cape Town Nando's or something. Yes. Okay. I love that. All right. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. And I think that was three minutes. So episode 10. <laughs> episode <laughs> bloody 10. Let's go. Episode 10. Which I'm, came out about I'm six months ago. I'm tempted to interrupt you. What? Constantly during this. Yes. In homage to Zach. <laughs> oh. Not letting anyone finish a sentence. Oh. I wanted to throttle. This fucking That man. Oh my God. He became so insufferable by the end. I was like, I defended him for a long time. And then I was like, do you know what? Did anyone know of it? Like, he's got to be put down. We cannot keep... He's got to be put down. Oh, my God. Uh, yep, 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 yep. Obviously, we're going to go through a 10, 11, 12 in a quick highlight reel kind of way. But, like, we <laughs> start off with Ross in the traitor conclave. And he just is the hottest man on earth. See, when he went, let's get that cash money. <laughs> uh, I was like, this is fucking great. He brands himself as traitor boy Ross. He's eventually yes. the death of Diane. I was like, you, my friend there was so much potential with the ross inclusion and i think my heart broke in episode 10 because i was like oh this was 
very short lived. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and like at the out, end of episode nine, they like had all these like sexy, cool, like I'm coming for you oh, music that was like, yes. Ross is coming to like, for Diane. And then he was like, for Diane. And they were like, Ross is a traitor. And he was like, bye. See, that ah. shield move from Harry, it was, because when it first came about, I was like, you're being a weird and I don't know if this is actually going to come through. That has been yeah. the takedown move of the season. Like, yes. like, that was nuts, actually. Because then the theory comes, well, if you guys didn't know about it, then it must be one of you. Yeah. Then it was factually true about Ross. And then that's what Domino Effect are fucking Jasmine and Evie. It just really got them. It just really, really convinced them. Not one person was like, maybe Harry is lying. Not one fucking person. Except from obviously Jazz. But Jazz didn't <laughs> so- see it. Jazz was just so quiet. He was just like, well, Harry's lying. Don't worry it about it. It got to the point that I was like, Jazz... The problem with this show is a lack of charisma from these men, right? Except from Zach, who had way too much. But mm-hmm. Jazz, if you just had a bit more convincing charisma to you, then you could have been like, Molly, baby, yes. look at me in the eyes. Yes. This has to be us. Like, oh, come on, come on, come on. It back to nice. old 10, though. Oh, back to 10. Back to 10. Did you see in episode 10, there was like a, like a, I reckon, like a 30 second shot of a painting on the wall of a 400 year old man. Did you see this shot? I don't know if I <laughs> picked that like, specific bit up. This man was so old, smiling out and like looking, I guess, at the camera in a painting. It was awful. I didn't. I don't know why it happened, but it happened specifically to me. And I want you to know that it happened to me. And I went through that. I actually think it may have just been you, as you can tell by my <laughs> extensive notes. Which, by the way, at the end of yep, I wrote thirty-two pages of oh notes my over God. the season of Traitors. Oh my God! Which is completely fucking insane. However, your painting does not appear in them. <laughs> Which makes me right. think that you're being actively haunted. Yeah, I would say I'm being actively or passively haunted. And either way... <laughs> Passive-aggressively haunted? Yeah. Which is cla- that would happen to you, for <laughs> sure. If anyone's going to get passag haunted, it's you. It's <laughs> like, for sure. I've just got in my notes here, Zach is so annoying, keeps talking over everyone in bold. So that was pretty good. The mission, I've got a couple of things I have to bring up just being like scottish yes this was i was really rooting for molly right i was like let's save our girl from harry yes like he's trying to manipulate her i think it was episode 10 where the pendulum starts swinging to me thinking she was just so annoying like just in the sense of that she's the meryl and i'm not saying that personally i'm sure she's a lovely girl but in the reality television folder of seeing someone who holds so much weight on their shoulders do a meryl where they're just so convinced that no one around her is a traitor especially not harry yeah so when they got paired up together in the words of darach mcdormand which (laughs) the pronunciation Oh, like it is so fucked. Darich McDordun. I'm like, no, guys, sorry. <laughs> At one point, Molly goes, it was something in Scottish. We had no clue. I was like, this is classic, <laughs> classic English behavior here. Yeah. So we're like, I farmed with a girl in Australia who lived in Newcastle. Keep in mind, Newcastle is about like, what, 80 miles from the border of Scotland. She believed you had to take a boat. 
to get up to Scotland. What? She thought there was a channel of water between us. Oh, wow. I spoke to someone about this the other day, and they said that they were on a date with someone who was English, and when they were in London, he took her to a drive through McDonald's, thinking that we didn't get them up here. What? Like, you have to realize, being Scottish, right, every Scottish person I know has been to England. If you go down to England, there are so many people who, A, have never been to Scotland. That's crazy. Or B, have no, they have no idea what the fuck is going on up here. Some of them are like, do they have electricity at the top? I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> so, as a Scotsman, it was incredibly infuriating watching that challenge with the Darach McD- I was like, you guys, stop. But Evie got it. Evie immediately got it. She was like, Thank oh, God yeah, for this. our Evie. Yeah, she's a was shining great. beacon. I want her on my next banknote. Yes, honestly. I really love her. You know what? It happens to Australians as well. Like, people come here and they don't understand us at all. And they don't expect us to have like electricity. And they genuinely think that we have like just a kangaroo each for transport. Yeah, like. You guys all live in a kangaroo, right? <laughs> I mean, only in like the Southern Hemisphere of Australia. <laughs> yeah, well, classic. Yeah. <laughs> I will say one of the gorgeous shining beacons of episode 10 and that challenge was so <laughs> when Zach and Jazz <laughs> were paired up together <laughs> and Zach was like, I'm really happy to be paired up with Jazz because he's more physically fit and I'd like to call myself the more cerebral one. Whoa. I was like, okay, number one, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and then the cerebral energy of the man makes him run into a net carrying, carrying the, the money. gold. He's carrying The it. best bit at the end was everyone comes back together from their pairs, realize that Andrew's the only person who's taken any money back. And then they all look at Jazz and Zach and are like, okay, well, what happened with you guys? And then Jazz is like, yeah, cool. Zach went into the trap with the money and Claudia looks at him and goes sorry you went into the trap yeah. with the cash she just I was like you're getting fucking roasted me yeah it was really funny when you see Claudia get pissed off at them you're like yeah this fucking actually rules and then yeah. poor Zach was like it's like, yeah, it's not like I feel bad about it or anything. It's like, shut up. You would absolutely fucking slaughter anyone who did that. You'd be furious. Literally, Ugh. It was hard to watch. I really ended up loathing him. And as I, you know, there's obviously the separation between how these people are in their day-to-day. Yes, in real life, we, we love the them. Are given. But in real characters. life, we love them. Zach, I'm sure you and I would have... Uh, drink at a place which i would hate but you would love <laughs> and that's fine but yeah no in these in the context of a reality series i loathed him towards the end yeah 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 100 <laughs> percent. but it was a really funny um challenge like the mission just having them be like snatched up by traps and like fall into a bog yeah and like running into like puddles of tar yeah. i was like where did this come from uh, i don't really know where where this happened okay yeah it was really funny i really liked it the overarching kind of narrative of this episode was obviously ross being chosen by zach as a kind of like it's you you're the traitor let's fucking go and yeah. he managed to get everyone on board. Which is so annoying. Zach fucking Zach. Fucking Zach. Because I think my thing with this episode was wanting Ross to really go for like farther in the sense of like taking down Andrew or Harry. I really but then I was like, Harry. big time. It would have been so good. It was the turning point of that series. But unfortunately, Zach gets him out. And then the frustration as the viewer of seeing Zach Ugh. be vindicated. Oh. 
And he's he's I single-handedly single got out another traitor. Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! I hated mm. him. Yes, I hated him. But with the Ross exit, with Ross getting voted out, oh, that was very exciting. <laughs> Do you know, I was so sure I was going to go through my life. Like, if I died, like, tomorrow and Ross hadn't done what he did with the Easter egg drop, I would have uh-huh. been, like, Casper in the sense of, like, I wouldn't have had fully finished my business on Earth. Like, 100%. I didn't see that reaction. Yeah, you would have been the 400-year-old man in the painting. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that was He you. did it, though. He did it. He got up there, he stood up there, and he was like, I'm a trader. No, actually, before he said I'm a trader, he was like, Diane's my mom. And everyone was like, Whoa. he had to drop the, like, it was so, so good. Like, I, thank God he did it. I wish there were more people there, but, you know. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame that it couldn't, like, throw shockwaves. And then he says he's a traitor. And so they're all like, fuck, he fucking killed his mom. And it's like, no, he didn't do that. <laughs> I really wanted him to say, I got recruited. I really wanted him to be like, I was a faithful, I got recruited, and now I'm a trader. So that then they would be like, well, when did he get recruited? Literally, right? I was like, come on. Right. I wanted this series to go another way. Yeah. I'm still reeling. Yeah, I'm really upset. I'm really upset. And he also signs Andrew's death warrant because Andrew is so defensive with him. Oh, my God. I forgot the elusive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> elusive? I would never say elusive. I would never say I've elusive. Never said elusive. Elusive, was it? I've never said elusive. What does it mean? It was the most times I've heard elusive in my life ever. Elu- elusive. Elus- elusive. No. Your Welsh <laughs> is actually needing some work. <laughs> 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 it's coming across a bit um, elusive. How does he say it? How do you say it in a Welsh accent? Because he's like I'm saying like it like he's coming. never said the word before. So it's not just a Welsh accent. It's a Welsh accent and you've never heard the word elusive before. I'm not coming at you saying that I'm a Welsh accent. Like I can't do it to begin with. I think it's when I try and do like another accent that comes out as Welsh, maybe. Oh yeah, um, that makes sense. Elusive. Elusive. No. No. Ooh. No, neither of us Ooh. can do it. Elusive. Alu- but lest we forget, I think I can do a great Michael Caine impression. You can. I, I <laughs> can you do it for the pod, please? Can you please do it right now for the pod? Yeah. To give like a Loki bit of background, I have for a long time believed I have a really good Michael Caine impression and did it for a couple of friends and have been told that that is not the case. This, it, I'm not kidding. It genuinely shakes me that everyone thinks this is so bad because in my ears, it makes me think, what else do I think sounds good and it's terrible? Okay. 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 Three, two, one. Okay. My name is Michael Caine. What are you talking about? <laughs> The way no. you said, right? You, what you're doing is like, my name is Michael Caine. That's how you said. It's like, not, not. It's not not him. Michael Caine. My name is Michael Caine. Michael Michael Caine. My name is a bank robber. What about the one from the Italian job? You were only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think I'm gonna retire the impression. That's okay. I'll stop trying to do Andrew. Who's who was the other Welsh person in the first season? Um, oh, and she was really great. What's her name? I've just had a temporary blank, but she was great. She was like, "I'm not a traitor." I would always sit there and try to do a Welsh accent. Just sit there and be like, "I'm hundred percent faithful," but I can't get it. <laughs> just can't do it. Amanda. Oh, there we go. Oh my God, of course. Yeah, yeah she was the brains behind the op. Yeah. She was the big one. 
That's the one who did the regional gay club tour with um with the dancers. Yeah, we spoke about and that. So she should have. She rules. She's yeah, she's the one. I wonder if she's still doing any public appearances. Probably not. I hope so. Do you reckon? I I'm know. like I hope Diane will open for me in my UK tour. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, is she gonna open for you? Oh no, I'm opening for you. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Classic. Classic. Any other episode ten highlights? They do a really horny cover of One Way or Another by Blondie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was really good. Yeah, what other yeah. music was in it? Let me look at my notes. Oh yeah, my god! At sure. the end of episode ten, when fucking they're thinking about like who they're gonna murder. Oh, there's sexy all along the watchtower. What do you say? Sorry, sexy all along the watchtower is also in episode ten. Like the most. <laughs> he was some like, "What?" No, I hear. It's very, it's very beautiful. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know if you were now calling the traitor's conclave the watchtower. I didn't know sexy. <gasps> no, the watchtower was at all. but that's fair. But imagine if they were sexy. Well, they could be sexy. I one one time they will be sexy in the conclave. I wonder if anyone's fucked in the conclave. Someone's fucked. In the, Claudia's fucked in the conclave. <laughs> there's definitely a production assistant who's like, mm. like golfing. Oh, a hundred, a hundred percent, a hundred, like thousand percent been like, Hey, yeah. I told them that I was getting soy latte for the talent, but actually meet me in the conclave. Meet me in the conclave like, five. I worked on the traitors. You kind to of, one of the gaffers. Like see if you were like on the production crew, you came in day one, someone cute's there. You have a little bit of a, like, I'd be like, do you want to try and hook up in as many iconic spots from this TV show yeah, as possible? Yeah, 100%, like, as if you wouldn't. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, the, it's just the good thing to do. It's the right thing to do. It's the right thing culturally to do. Anyway, they're deciding <laughs> yeah, that. Who they're going to murder. Harry thinks about murdering Molly, which is fucked up. And then he's like, but trust me. If only he had. True. Get her out. True. Re- it's going to hurt her more at the end. But he he needed her there because she believed him. He's like, trust me, Molly can be persuaded. She believes everything I say. And I was so fucking angry at him. I guess it's just like every dickhead who's cheated on any girl at any point ever. Like it just gives, I guess, like a communal sense of PTSD from if you've ever dated the worst man on earth. Then you're like, oh, God, that's this guy. And I'm like choosing to watch him for an hour. Ooh, it's awful. Anyway, ooh, Ross yeah, is gone. It gets a bit, like that show is so gaslighty that, but it's all part of the it's thing, the right? They kind of are like, this is a game of murder mystery. Like you have to convince your fellow players. It's a game, as Paul said in his op-ed in The Guardian. Did you see this? What happened? Sorry. Paul wrote an op-ed in The Guardian about like- Cringe, like, by the yes, way. Yes, I am. Hey, I've written op-eds in The Guardian. Um, But, but it was- <laughs> <laughs> not, the op- not, not the act of writing in yeah, The Guardian. That's clear. obviously- <laughs> Okay, we get it. You did your op-ed in The Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> But it was like, yes, I was a sneaky, ruthless traitor, and I loved it, and that's all in the game. And he's saying how, like, he always wants to be an, he's always wanted to be an actor or something. I don't know. Mm. Have you seen his girlfriend? I get we cold about feelings this. from him. Yeah. Since you told me about how hot his wife is, so obviously, hot. like, to my pals who have been listening along to the pod, shout out, shout out to my girls. Shout out. Uh, all of Shout out. Shout They've out. all been sending me. <laughs> shout out to my girls. Are we recording a song thing called Shout Out to My Girls? Yes, finally. <laughs> this is a shout out to my girls. Whoa, can we teach you out in the track? I know. How do you feel about getting swamped by my vocal range? <laughs> I'm scared. I'm really scared. I am scared. But a lot of people have been messaging me about how hot Paul's wife is. Yeah, she's so beautiful. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. anyway. 
whatever. He's gone. He gives them. He has a yeah, podcast. Marketing manager who wants to be an actor. Yeah, right. I think he's happy now. I think he did well. Good for him. Good job. He did a good uh, job. Highlight end of episode ten. Jazz gets his because I don't think Jazz had been kind of like. I guess murder material for a bit, but he did his like um in his room VT thing, and it was him doing dumbbells whilst looking at his biceps. Did you see that? <laughs> I didn't see it. I missed it. I love it that. Is so cringe. Okay, that's actually beautiful and perfect. Good for him. I love that. I'd say so. I love that because Jazz is just finding himself. Can you believe he's thirty? What? He's like only thirty years old. He gives me like a solid thirty-six. Same. He seems like he. Yeah, I guess he's hot. That's why. Yeah. I'm like, you're two years older than me. Like, that's insane. That is insane. And he, he already knows yeah, everything. How embarrassing for us. So humiliating for us. Oh, yikes. Awful. Um, okay. Well, yeah. What else? Anything else about episode 10? <sighs> episode 10, just Zach, get out of my life. Jasmine is a championship rugby player. Okay, cool. Lol. <laughs> I know. She just said that. I was like, what the fuck? That's so exciting. Sorry to be looking away. I'm literally texting our special guests to try and work out a time that they can come on the podcast. But they're messaging me right now. Isn't that so exciting? Yeah, okay. We're coming at you live. See, this is it. This is dynamic. We're making things happen. This is how you do it. We're willing. We're dealing. This is how you succeed in life. This is how. This Scottish castle. This is how you do it. Well, hopefully, let's maybe like go... I'm trying to think if there's anything else from one. I don't think mm, so. No, I say, say fuck it. Let's go into 11 so that we can wrap this up and get onto our special guest right for the finale bit. This is going to work out well, I think. <laughs> yes. And also, if they can't do that, let's do like a special app with them. I'm just figuring yeah, out love their a special timeline. App. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. Maybe we should do a special app. Maybe I'll message anyway. Let's just do episode 11 and I'll keep my, I'll keep my DMs <laughs> open in front of me. <laughs> this is a professional yeah, podcast. Let's do that. But episode 11 starts with everyone being shocked as fuck about diane being ross's mom yes which is very exciting which i love that actually yeah i love that i love it so much molly comes in first so we know she didn't get killed which is very very nice see she's like i thought this right she's so happy to be there in the end and she's like i don't really understand why i am and i'm like surely it's a bit of a character assassination on her right it just means that no one's seen you as a threat and that you're totally manipulative like you don't, yeah. I don't think it's a compliment necessarily. No, everyone's gone, you're a young girl. The thing is, like, she she has, like, really good instincts because she was sus on people, but then she's just easily talked around. She gets sus on, like, even on Harry, but then she's like, no, I don't think. And on Paul, and she was like, mm, but I don't think. Like, uh, it's weird. I couldn't. With, like, by, th- by this point in the game, I was like, I knew, I didn't want to believe, but I knew where it was going. Yeah. And I knew that Molly was going to be... Bright Lights Downfall City, you know? Yes, it was so sad. Anyway, very nice for them to all be talking about Ross and Diane and missing Diane. And then Jasmine's like, I hope that Zach isn't the one who got murdered because it'll make me look bad. And then it was Zach. <laughs> Thank <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> oh my God. I can't tell you the feeling of like this general alleviation and celebration i was so happy i yeah. was like screaming yeah me too as i just did yes it was Thank good fuck. i didn't want him to have the satisfaction of a round table vote out i didn't want him to stand up and give a big speech about how he single-handedly yes. took down a traitor and now he's going and now he's Literally, a faithful i was yes. like you go quietly you shut up 
It was really good. I'm so that is such a good point. Thank God he was robbed yeah. of that stand-up moment because he would have been so smarmy about it. Ugh. You've got rid of a really strong one, guys. I'm a faithful. Let that sink <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Claudia wanted him gone as well. You could tell. She was she'd had enough of him. Um, Andrew's nervous and he's constantly eating. Did you see? You see these? Oh my god. <laughs> They're all sus as fuck about him, and he's just there like compulsively putting things in his mouth Not so he doesn't need anything. to speak, I guess. Just just everything in. Just get it in. I love Andrew. Do you think that was a tactic? Like if I am constantly eating, I can't answer any Maybe. inquisition. I think so. Which is better than like the defense of I can't hear you. Sorry, what? So, you know. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Good defense. I loved that. Was that was that Ash? That was them? Ash, yeah. With and it was Sonia Ash who with asked. Harley. Oh my god, Sonia! Sonia is the one who asked. She was like, "Are you a, uh, are you a trader?" And Ash was like, "No, you thought Sonia's name was Joyce." <laughs> oh my god, I love, I love Joyce. you looking at me, being like, "Wait, who's Sonia?" <laughs> Every single Literally episode, you're no. like, "Yeah, Sonia." Literally. Babe, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, "Who is Sonia?" I'm like, "Oh, you mean Joyce?" Okay, cool, perfect. <laughs> Twenty two names at the start. Come on, one of them had to be wrong. It's on fair. my notes here, I put, "Thank fuck, Zach is dead." Yes, exclamation point, exclamation point. About <laughs> fucking time. The fact that I use the word "dead" is kind of like retrospectively creeping me out. Like, oh god, okay. Like, I was in a dark place in episode eleven. I think. <laughs> I'd had a rough day at work that day. Okay. That's not on you, Zach. We don't want you dead. It's not your fault. So he, in his um, kind of like yellow chair VT, said, yes. "I put a target on my back for single-handedly finding a traitor." Oh, shut up! Oh, shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Yeah, because when Molly at the table is coming for Andrew and he's like constantly putting food in his mouth, he doesn't do anything but reply monosyllabically with like a heightened sense of panic. Yeah. Like he literally goes like, "Yeah, okay, no, me." Faithful, yes. <laughs> ah. I was like, you need to take it down and all. He just you know? chomps an entire loaf of bread in between breaths. I <laughs> loved it. It was so funny. When Claudia came in, she called Zach ancient history as well, which was so good. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you hated him. Uh, like, Zach, oil painting, which he did not look good in that as well. No. Which is the, I'm glad she didn't. But she was like, ancient history. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's very funny. Oh, Andrew, we find out Andrew's son is the same age as Harry. He's like, he's the same age as Harry, and so I think I can trust him, but I don't know. And I was like, I okay. was I love Andrew like my son. No. Okay, when I you got Harry to like Andrew When you got to Andrew, Andrew sounded right. Say Andrew in the Welsh. That was good. Yeah. Was that not okay? Say I love Andrew. I love Andrew. Yeah, I think that's like maybe. Okay, so I think what you just did is like for anyone else, they're like, oh, that's Welsh. But like you being Scottish would understand that if I was to come out like go around like this, everyone would be like, that's Scottish. Ooh. And you'd be like, that's not Scottish. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So you were like in you the are, ballpark of the stereotype, you, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Ballpark <laughs> of the stereotype, but like not it. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Too many peaks, too many drops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yep, there she is. Yeah, you know how people do that? Michelle, Scotland is my second home brazier coming through with the astute the. I'm doing the stereotype version (laughs) of the thing so that you understand what you're doing. As a Welsh person, I I get it. (laughs) You get it. As as a Welsh 
As a Welsh as citizen, a, you get it. Yeah, as a c- citizen of Wales, I get it. So I grew up in Cardiff. Where are you, you doing a show in Wales again? Cardiff, the place I know. I honestly think I have to come. I think you should like, come. I'm so excited to go to Wales. I've never been. It's going to be fucking awesome. Every Welsh been. person I know, I love. Those two people that I know, Amanda, Andrew, 10 out of 10. Okay, I think... I think let's do it. And I think maybe let's try and find me a man in Wales. I feel like I could, I could be with a Welsh man for the rest of my life, maybe. I think you could, yeah, 100%. Do you know what I mean? Like that accent, I don't think would get boring or would it? No, it's a lovely accent. I really like it. Maybe you could learn how to okay, do it. Well, maybe we can, tr- maybe someone can teach us how to do it. I think it's a hard one. Yeah, let's, I think we're biting off a lot more than we can. Is it on like Duolingo? <laughs> the, the accent? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it like Duolingo for accent? Work? Oh my God. Or have I just come across a million dollar idea, baby? <laughs> uh, I would get that. I would 100% get that. You need it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't just get it. Invest in it. You need it. I think I can convincingly sound like a British person. I feel like I can convincingly <laughs> be like from London because it's so non-specific that I could just be like, yeah, from London. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. do it now. Let's. <laughs> let, oh no no no! <laughs> Are you sure? After my acclaimed Michael Caine impression, you can't raise the bar. <laughs> so give me a sentence to say. Go say I'm on the tube to Bethnal Green. I'm just on the tube to Bethnal Green. I can't say Bethnal Green in a. Just to, to Bethnal. That was just you saying it in Australian, no? No, uh, Bethnal Green was Australian. Just on the tube. But I would say tube. I'm trying to do Katie Locker, our friend, who <laughs> says, like, everything very posh. Just get the tube. <laughs> the ch- tube to Beth. I th- I, you're going, it's interesting seeing you go more the direction of, like, a Mary Poppins than, say, like, an EastEnders. Like, you're going for, like, hello, oh, I'm, just I'm on going the tube. on the tube to I'm Bethnal I'm, Green. Well, it's because... Uh, the only person I've been on the tube to Bethnal Green with is Katie Locker, who sounds like <laughs> Mary Poppins. So, yeah, okay, that's the fair, only that's person. Fair, okay, so fair. she's like a sexy contemporary Mary Poppins. Okay, yeah, listen. She is. I, okay, I'm on the. T- yeah, I'm just on the. T- I'm just. <laughs> Ooh. I'm just on the tube. I think we're going to. No, I'm just on the tube. I'm going to Bethnal Green. <laughs> that was the best. Let's definitely stop there because that wasn't bad. Okay. All right. Oh, God. Congratulations. All right, Michelle. All yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes to that. Are you doing your show at Soho? That's how some of the... <laughs> That's my... Yeah, okay. <laughs> Let's, we'll do a sharp intake of breath and we'll move on to the mission of <laughs> episode 11, shall we? Yay. Okay. This is really good content. This is great. Um, this is great. Anyway, mission. There's a mission. Oh my God. Mission. You know how you said you haven't seen the movie Midsummer? This gives Midsummer energy. No. Now you've seen it. This is it. <laughs> okay, they great. Just did it. Okay, cool. I don't have to. Yeah. I don't have to be completely traumatized by that. It, there was like props department, props this to the props incredible. department for the penultimate time. Yeah. The cloaks, the masks. Yeah. Whoever engineered that traitor's good job. Tower, I want to talk to where them. It all opened up into like however many points, enough points for everyone to stand around. Yeah. It was executed 
pretty well. It was so amazing. Say. I loved it. But when it opens, so it was like a big structure. If you're people listening who haven't watched the show, big structure. Oh my God, and we have to, they have, to, they have to put like, there's like scary mask people around and they have to go to the scary mask people. They have to like solve a code. Obviously it's convoluted because it's one of the traders missions. So they have to like solve a code that is incredibly difficult, but they solve it. And it's like, go and get a poll from the people with the mask. So they get the poll and they put the polls through like the eyes and there's like eyes around on this like pyramid, I guess. And then they're just like, and then you have to like turn it whilst they chant the names. They have to find like a dragon on the back of like one of the people. They find the dragon. Then there's like a riddle. And then they solve the riddle and the riddle says they have to chant the names <laughs> of the people. <laughs> I think everyone's definitely keeping up with Michelle. Can you imagine pitching these? Can you imagine pitching these at the table? Be like, okay, but then they have to find a dragon. And then on, on like the back of someone's jacket, there's like a dragon. And then there's like, they have to like figure. Oh my God. Anyway. So they have to chant the names of the people. They chant, because there's so much that goes on. I said that the people in it, like, because there must be the extra budget is back. After the choir, we thought no more to the extra. Yeah. Little did we know the budget was saved for this penultimate mission. There was like 34 of these hooded math people. Yeah. They kind of looked like they were going to a swingers party in Mayfair. A hundred percent. That was kind of the energy for me. Yes, but they were definitely like a drama troupe from London. Yeah, yeah. Evie said that there was hieroglyphics <laughs> to translate on the uh, on the on the Twitter as well. I was like, I'm not entirely sure. And as you said, they chant the name of those murdered. And thank God, our dandy man Aubrey gets a shout out. Aubrey, first murder baby. <laughs> they have to do them in order, which is hard. But they yeah. also have to like when they're like they're, they've never like. They don't decide what chanting means. So they just sort of say them like insane. So they Aubrey. And then it's Kyra. They're like Kyra, (laughs) Diane, Charlie. It's really funny. And then it's just Evie kind of like beating this. She just um, has a drum. drum. Yeah. And she's like. She has a drum and what? Not comfortable with the drum. She has little sticks that you play like a, like a school xylophone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. There wasn't a lot of thought that went into the drum, the drum. at all. No. But the chanting is oh, really fun. There's the drum stick. Just like the drum baton. The drum baton. The baton twirling. Yeah, yes, there yes, could yes, have yes, been yes. baton twirling. But they get to Zach and they're like, Zach. <laughs> oh, yeah. Zach. It was really fun. <laughs> Zach. Zach. None of them know how to say Zach. Zach. Only one syllable. Anyway. They do. I thought once they opened the Traitor's Tower, that would be it. But they do uh, um, kind of like Arthur. Oh, yeah. Sword in the Stone. Maybe like a metaphor with like the the sword. Yes. The Sword in the Stone. When it opened, I thought that Diane was going to be inside the monument. I truly, I was like, she's going to be sitting on a chair. She's coming back. I hunt or like maybe Aubrey or something. So that was. Oh, that would be so good. Yeah. So that was a letdown. But yeah, then they have the Sword in the Stone. Yeah. And like the person who pulled the, like, the sword out would get the um, chance to take seven grand. Still be in the competition, not have to leave. Just take 7K for themselves, but yeah. that would obviously be taken away from the final pot. And of course, Harry pulls Talking out that sword. Everyone's like, oh my God, our golden boy pulled Ooh. out the sword. And like, stop it, you blind fox. Yeah, anyway, so he wins 7K and he's like, guys, you know, I've been a faithful and a team player since day one Ooh. and I'm not going to stop now. So thanks, Ugh. but no thanks. That's thanks. your best. Like, do that as your London Thanks, accent. but no thanks. I, th- I think go. I'm Perfect. doing the thing that you were doing now. And now I'm doing the Edinburgh. I think it's too much. 
Oh, do you? Thanks no, no I would say lean in. You think it, lean in? Thanks, no, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say lean in. I've been faithful the whole time. When he steps off the kind of like, I guess, like rock pedestal, like with the rock and the sword. Yeah. Molly goes, you're a legend. I was like, Molly, don't. Oh, I hate it. They're such good friends. It's so awful. Do you see like after the mission though, they were like going to the kitchen together to like debrief. And then I think Evie says something like, there's nothing better than cold pizza. And so they have pizza for dinner, right? But I'm there being like, cold pizza when was it delivered when was it delivered that's a great question also the quality of that pizza looked dominoes at best yeah i don't know where they're sourced like i've been up my sister lives like 20 minutes away from the traitor's castle right? does she so i know yeah literally what in tape we yeah, are up, up to episode whatever the fuck and you have not told me where the <laughs> i don't even know where the castle is daniel where's the fucking castle my sister lives in Tain. Shout out to Tain. We love Tain, actually. Okay. And it's like 20 minutes, like, in from there. Like, you kind of go, like, more, like, into... Because Tain's, like, on the coast, and you kind of go more, oh like, into Scotland, I think. What is the history of this castle? Do you know? Or no? Or, like, what's the area? Ooh. I imagine Ooh. you know yeah, everything. Yeah, that's not the case, okay. actually. Um, <laughs> I know God. next to nothing about the castle. <laughs> People have probably told me about it a lot, and I've chosen not to remember anything they've said. That's so that's, that's so on me. Beautiful. My hands are up. Yeah, yeah. I know. Thank you for saying that. I wanted, yourself. I was at my sister's for Christmas after season one had aired, and I was like, on Christmas Day, they were like, oh, should we go for a walk? And I was like, yeah, cool, or a drive to the Traitor's Castle, and everyone was like, uh, no. I was like, we are missing a moment here as a family. <laughs> we could have had a family portrait. Oh my god, can we go when I come? Dude, if you, we can literally stay with my sister and we can go to the Traitor's Castle. Oh my god, of course I want to. Are you kidding? Yeah, straight up, let's do it. Okay. Because it's so close to their place. Oh my fucking god. It's also close to the Glen Morangi Distillery. So oh my god, go I've been there. Out. Oh my god, sick. Okay, I know where it is, kind of. I mean, all it's right, in the beautiful part right. of Scotland. The entire fucking thing. It all looks... So stunning. There's no way to know where you are. I will say, Claudia says in the final app, she was like, when they took that fucking weird helicopter, we'll get to it. But she was like, you're in the most beautiful country on earth. And I was mm. like, you know what? You're fucking right. I think that's true. I really do. It's so beautiful. It is. It's so Other true. things we find out. Uh, wait, what else? What else? Where are we up to? So they've come back from the mission. They're eating cold pizza. Yes. Andrew brings up Harry to Jazz and he's like, I'm not an easy target. There's a tiger inside of me. Yes. <laughs> what did he mean? And why did he say that? There's a tiger inside of me. <laughs> uh, I think it's at the point where everyone is like Jasmine's gonna like everyone's thinking Jasmine after yeah. Zach was it like has just put her in such a rough position. Yeah. And I think for Harry and Andrew, they kind of it's kind of organically, I would say organically, it was obviously kind of manipulated with um, Harry and the Shield, but yeah, they have no choice but to go with this. Yeah. Like Jasmine has to go, and I was gutted about that, but people had started to say that she was Loki kind of rude to all of them, and I was like, uh, okay, maybe you like actually do need to get the fuck out. Maybe. It's a shame. It's a shame. Also, like, what's the um, clothing allowance on the show? Because I'm starting to see, like, I know all these outfits by now. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, I mean, surely, like, you can only have a... F I don't know. I would love to know how much you're allowed to bring. <laughs> like, because I think even for... Yeah, I there's just a couple of bits. Jazz wears the same the suit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Jazz has got that fucking cream jacket on, like, constantly. Yeah. But looky, I want it. Yeah. I think he dresses, like, a bit, like... 
it's not quite calls, but we're calls adjacent. It's definitely calls adjacent. I think it's, I think it, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's very nice. An, an Arquette, if you will, maybe, actually. Yes, an Arquette, yeah. Clean, luxurious. Yeah, he should, Arquette should be like, babe, here. As if like, you wouldn't. Have yeah, you, you literally he's so hot. Yeah. Oh my god. He wears clothes well. Um what I noticed about this round table is that without Zach there, the conversations were so calm, collected, and eloquent. Mm-hmm. Jasmine and Evie were out for each other. They both believed that the other one was the traitor because yeah. they were like, Well, I'm the faithful. Little did they know, of course. But they had enough there was enough heat in there they both were countering points but it was the way it was like there was no constant interruption and it was gorgeous it was really nice and they were like i love you but i'm fucking annoyed at you and it was like yeah that's absolutely fair and kind of sad yeah i just wrote evie and jasmine are fighting and i'm so sad (laughs) yeah i had that and then i also was like i hate the fact that it's between these two when the two traders are sitting there and i was just screaming at the tv i was like jazz bring up Harry! uh, He's always, like, waiting for the right moment. I was like, when are you going to bring this up? Like, when are you ever going to bring this up? Yeah, it was fucking crazy. It was so annoying. When Jasmine gets kicked out, Evie (laughs) just goes, well, fuck. (laughs) 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 Did you notice that? It was just like, oh, well, fuck. (laughs) I was like, that's it. (laughs) Most gosh reaction of the series. Uh, It was very good. Molly Crying, classic. Molly sounds crying. We get um sexy slash sad Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Did you notice that? Oh my god, was that Boulevard of Broken Dreams? In my head, I was like, what is that? Yeah. Well, what? How does the chorus go again? Uh, like I walk alone the road. I walk alone. I walk alone. But obviously, it's like a woman that's like. Yes. And then anyway, Claudia comes in. She's like, I have a surprise. It's not a bad she one. She says that she's not inherently evil, which <laughs> yeah. I love. She's like, I'm not inherently evil. evil. <laughs> Just like have a dinner party and have fun. Yeah. And they're all like, I couldn't think of anything worse than having a t- dinner oh party. Oh my God, I know. They're all so upset. They all look lay Ms. Abla. It's so grim. <laughs> I thought Diane was going to jump out of a cake still at this point. I really thought she was coming back. Ugh. We wish. There's bagpipes. Bagpipes are playing. And there was a stag. I have I have written in capital letters. I'm so glad she got that. Oh, my God. This is so good because I wrote in capital letters, bring on the bagpipes and the stock footage of a stag. Yes. It's <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> okay, we're in Scotland, bitch. And we know about it. Yeah, Do you like the bagpipes? I... The answer is, like, confirmed yes. I find them to be, like, so mysterious. I have no idea how they operate. (laughs) I went to school with a girl. I think her name was Catherine Stanton. And, oh, God, shade to Catherine Stanton if she's listening. I think. (laughs) Yeah, that was your name. Um, Her name was Joyce. She played the bagpipes. And I remember being like, the music comes out when they stop breathing, right? So they have to go, like, like, breathe, 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 breathe. And then emit the sound. (laughs) Breathe, 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 breathe. Then play the notes. And then when the music's coming, they're then taking another breath. And I'm like, so there's a delayed reaction to the music from the breath, breath, breathe, breathe. Yeah. Cause it's not like, cause it's not like a woodwind or like a bra. So it's like you put it, you put the air in and then the music is made by like the air exiting. And then the shape that you make with your fingers on the pipes, right? On the, 
Like that makes sense. So they're just like filling the instrument with their breath and then playing the instrument with their arm and their hands is what I understand it to be. Is that right? Do you want me? I just Googled. You just you Googled it? Yeah, tell me. I love the bagpipes. Okay. Me too. It's a hard, like a hard one for Scottish people because they remind you simultaneously of every wedding yet every funeral you've ever been to. That makes sense. So it's like, yeah, okay. Or if you're like trying to make a phone call on any <laughs> Scottish high street, <laughs> the amount of times I've been like, oh, sorry, pause, bagpipes, and then just have to like wait 15 seconds for them to get out of your shot and then continue with the conversation. Yeah, that's like, That is real. Yeah. Have you ever seen... So there was a guy in Australia who I saw in Adelaide and Melbourne. His name on his cardboard sign was Dave from Glasgow. <laughs> and he would just play the bagpipes on Rundle Mall in Adelaide. And I think like near Comedy Fest, like Town Hall on in Melbourne. Ooh. And I would literally remember seeing him one night and going, Dave from Glasgow? Were you not just in Adelaide <laughs> playing the bagpipes? And he was like, yeah, I play the bagpipes all over Australia. Just on the streets. And I was like, sorry. He was like, I make a ton of money. Yeah. So if anyone is listening and they have seen Dave from Glasgow, like tip the girl works hard for the money. Tip your girl. Yeah, I agree. I love hearing bagpipes. Tell me how they work. Was I right? So sorry. So that tangential. Um, okay. All bagpipes <laughs> essentially consist of a blowpipe that one breathes into to put air into the bag. Yes. A bag that air can be stored in until it is squeezed to release a high volume of air through the pipe. Yes. One chanter pipe that can play a set of notes, and then at least one drone pipe that will only play one note. Because when bagpipes start, you have the drone. Yeah. And then it goes. So there's the one baritone note, yeah. and then the high screechy. Yeah. One after that. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. That makes sense. Also, like, so hot having a national instrument. It's so hot. And you're a fucking animal as the unicorn? God. I was just about to bring that up. Like, we are so blessed. Oh, you're so blessed. Although, have you heard, like, I don't know how much, like, indigenous music you've heard from Australia or, like, the, like, didgeridoo music. Have you ever heard very much of that? I think I was lucky enough to go to quite a few, um, like, opening ceremonies with, like, Adelaide fringe and everything where they would do oh like, yeah uh, like welcome to they country would, like invite in some of the elders and then they would do kind of like a blessing and then yeah i was lucky enough to hear some of the music then they there's uh it's heaps of artists that use hip-hop too yeah it's a fucking sick sound and like similar kind of in terms of like the drone that feels like meditative about bagpipes if, if it's that kind of like cool like low drone that you get from that I think as you're well. right there's definitely similarities there yeah no? i really like it it's really cool yeah that's a very good point actually yeah you represent highly well i mean we don't really like we don't embrace our well. culture the way that we probably should like it's i don't know if you know much about our record but um we're a terribly yeah. racist country anyway um we're trying some of us are trying yeah exactly. But. That's what everyone said to me when I got back from like a couple of years ago. They were like, how's Australia? And I was like, okay, cool. So like you can make like $42 an hour working a box office shift on a Sunday there. Um, and also they're like low-key racist as fuck. So like, yeah. 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 It's really surprising. <sighs> the yeah. The threshold yeah. Hold of, of racism here is just like different to overseas. Well, no, I mean, it depends on where you are. But like, yeah, it's really surprising how many people that you're like, oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. You guys just 
had Invasion Day as well, so that we must did be, just um, have Invasion Day. Yeah, we had it uh, like two days ago, and I was in Sydney um, at, for Sydney Festival. Yeah, how was had, that? Uh, well, Sydney Festival had this like beautiful like um, vigil that was really stunning. Um, I sent you some pictures of it um, with all yeah, like indigenous artists and stuff. But yeah, it's I mean it's a really difficult day for indigenous Australians. Yeah, it's, it's just like I think you guys are like. Yeah, that's sorry. How did we slip? <laughs> is that a comedy podcast? <laughs> I know, but you guys have such a challenge trying to like fight the good fight and basically convince all the other fuckers that they're being dumb as like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, there's just it's it feels like a lot. For, yeah, for yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's not great. It's it's not a good day. I had someone in my feed, like someone in my Instagram feed that I um, came up and was like wearing like Australian stuff and was like, hey guys, have a really great Australia day. Like everyone can celebrate being Australian, have a really great. And I was like, what the fuck? What? And she was like, it's don't so let gross. politics get in the way of it. And I was like, why am I? And I clicked on the like, why am I seeing this? And it was like, because you're following this person. I was like, oh, okay, so this is obviously someone I like maybe went to school with or went to uni with or something. I was like, I obviously have at some point known this person and followed this person. And then they're doing this. Isn't that crazy? It is fucked up. Yeah. Um, I feel like the UK. <laughs> so, so many of us come over for like the year abroad sitch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember being in Sydney for it because I did us. Remember I worked at the beach, that 1.1 million ball ball pit? <laughs> <laughs> you remember that when I was dressed as a lifeguard I was in it was fucking roasting oh. I was in the cutaway which essentially was a sauna oh. in a polyester oh. lifeguard outfit based on the lifeguard outfits of the Bondi Beach Boys hot. um hot and I was working over Australia Day and it was a free thing to get into like a free installation oh. so it was like 10 hours of just constant what do they call them is it the southern stars oh the southern cross tattoo people southern yeah Yeah. i just was like ooh, hoochie mama like having to work in a ball pit number one at the age of like i don't know i was like (laughs) this is not in my fantasy mood board anyway but then yeah all the it was mostly uk people who come over and then they just see the day as a bit of a party and then they kind of exacerbate the terrible narrative of australia day so i will apologize for my country in that respect i don't think scotland has as much to apologize for as some of the other countries oh that was good that was shade baby that was good <laughs> i just don't know if it's necessarily <laughs> on scotland 100 percent. yeah okay um, yeah we can move on we can move on move on uh uh evie evie sad and i feel sad also Oh, they have the dinner party. They have the I dinner forgot. party, and it's, okay, so. it is nice. They kind of, they kind of bond. Also, Evie's gay. Evie's fucking gay. Someone told my. So I am in a workshop with my pal Fiona, also gay. Shout out to the lesbians. Shout out. And she was like, "Oh, Evie goes to my church," what? and I haven't heard. <laughs> Do you know how you can say it's like old school? Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I thought you were telling me something new. I thought you were telling me a new piece of information. But yeah, it goes to my church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's what I thought as well when she was like, oh, she goes to my church. My first thought was like, I didn't know you were the religious kind. Yeah. But then, oh, no, she's lesbian. Right, 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 yeah. right. So lovely, love to hear that and to see the queer representation in the final five. Yes, love that. I love Evie. And I was like, oh, that, yeah, she makes so much sense to me. And Evie being like, 
yeah, if I won the money, like I have a one bedroom flat with me and the missus and like two dogs. So it would just be better to maybe get a bigger place. She's just really honest about yeah. it. It was really nice. Like, do have a more exciting answer just to thrill us all, but like she knows also, she's going. She knows she's going. She knows she's going <laughs> for sure. Um, on she looks like she's been forced to be there by the producers, oh, like against her will. Like upset. I'm getting big. I don't want to be here. Energy, yeah. but she looked insane in that dress. She looked so beautiful, and her had. blowout looked so good. The entire episode, her hair looked so good, and she looked great with that little off-the-shoulder the, um, number. Loved, loved that mm. um, on her. She looked amazing. They also had a trilogy of new items on the table. They oh. had um, own brand Prosecco. Oh. They had a very dry looking Californian roll <laughs> um, and some inviting looking figs. Oh, nice. Well done. Good. Well spotted. I did not spot any of the food. Did you know that figs are essentially like fly fuck chambers? Fly fuck chambers? I used to live with a guy who was pathologically obsessed with fruit. Oh. And he was like, I love a fig, but they kind of get germinated or whatever the word is, because like, I guess a fly will like probably like fly into the fig as it's developing and then like lay a bunch of babies in there and like fuck and stuff. Wait, I thought and it was wasps. I think it's flies. Whoa. Because then I love the alliteration of a fly fuck chamber. Yeah, I love that. But wait, what? No, wait, What? Have I been told lies? No, I think maybe they're different. Like, okay, so are there dead wasps and figs? Yeah. Like, yeah. (laughs) Is the center of a fig a dead wasp? Yes. Uh, Female, the crunchy bits are seeds. They are not wasps. Sorry, I'm busy. (laughs) I'm busy. I'm so busy. (laughs) Yeah. It's, yeah. It's wasps, but let me write like uh, figs and flies. Maybe it's both in different countries. No, I think he, I'm. What? I'm. Am I wrong? I think I'm wrong. Also, I had no idea about the wasps even. See, look, we are covering everything on Isn't the pod that today. So beautiful. Whoa. Isn't that see that this is what this is the cultural exchange that that, that they wanted. Yeah, this yeah. It's actually for the, the people. People have spoken, and we are finally talking about. Fly fuck chambers. Finally. Okay. Finally. We got your messages. Yeah. We read the comments. And we got, we're we finally talking up. about okay? it. Okay. Evie's gay and we flies are fucking up. in your figs. Okay. So, okay. Um, The t- dinner table or dinner party. <coughs> There's just the dinner table. No, the dinner party rounds off the episode. Um, yes. And you know they leave one by one, right? Yes. Are they choosing people who just don't know how TV works? Like, surely <laughs> you'd ask around and be like, who was the last person to leave? Like, they wouldn't have that person leaving last unless they were... Just for the ed- like the edit of the show, you'd be like, the last person to leave holds a lot yeah. in the storyboard. Yeah. Think? Yeah, I don't know why people aren't thinking about that stuff, but I would be thinking about that all the time. But also, like, I, I do... I did love the end of this episode. Like, Andrew fucking is talking about how... He like never, he is always really hard on himself. He always hated himself. He hated his scars. He's had a chip on his shoulder. He like never celebrated any of his wins and he wants to pay for his kid to travel and set up a business helping people with physical and mental health. And I said, I fucking love Andrew. That was really, really sweet. Little do you know that his son is actually wanting to come and travel in Australia and is definitely going to be there to celebrate Australia Day. Oopsies. I know, that was really, really nice. And 
That's the thing with him, eh? I'm like, he probably is just such a sweet guy. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to hear someone talk about all of that stuff happening to them. Yeah. So, it made, yeah, it made yeah, me love him. He's a really sweet heart. Anyway, yeah. now we are up to the finale. And I just messaged out good friend and said, let's do a special app. Because we'll do behind the scenes. Let's do the BTS. Oh my god, I love the BTS. Love the yeah, BTS. girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I've got this in bold. It's the fucking finale! So we have, I knew and I was waiting for this moment, but it's kind of like the um like the Vaseline covered lens flashbacks yes. of everyone's time on Traitors. I love there these roundups. There's also like the echoes of voiceovers of like killing the nice ones taste like chocolate from Paul and Diane <laughs> being like, Paul could <laughs> never be my son, but Ross is. Did I tell oh. you about the mug on Uncloaked? Did we talk about that? There's like a mug that Ross brings on and it's like, this is not a mug, but Ross is. <laughs> oh my God, amazing. They were both on Loose Women as well, which is like our version of The View, if oh, you will. Oh, great. Okay, that's fun. Of yeah, course, the, TV... the UK version of The View is called Loose Women. I love that. I got to get on that. You actually really, sh if you were on Loose Women, consider that a career highlight. Okay. Okay. It's a goal. Like, it's on the goals list. I say career highlight with like a slight shifty eye bear. <laughs> like, Loose woman. Okay, get on. Get on. It looks get fun. On. It looks fun. And how was that? How were they together? Was it cute and funny? Yeah, it was cute. A budding charisma and chemistry. I feel like a media career is in Diane's hands, like putty <gasps> if she wants it. Yes, I hope she goes and gets it. She will. She'll be great. Um She'll be so good. I, like we love our girl. We love our girl. Um, did you see them all coming in? And like obviously having like their breakfast flashback moments, and then Claudia comes in with that tweed jacket with traitor question mark in the back. Yes, very good. Love that. Very good. Um, Trey chic, if you will. Trey chic. And Harry's Harry's little flashback sequence was like him being like, "I love being a traitor. I love being naughty." And I was like, certainly the producers would be trying to make us love him by now if he's going to win. And this is not making me love him, so maybe he doesn't win. It gave me a little bit of hope at this point. The, like, I feel like I was going to go into cardiac arrest in this episode with the amount of spikes of me feeling hope, right? Yes. I thought so many times during this that we were going to get the illuminating moment with Jazz. Yes. Bringing up Harry, Harry crumbling, Evie maybe coming through, teaming up with Harry to convince Molly or Andrew throwing Harry under the bus. There were so many variables yeah. that I had hope for. Yeah, but, um, you know, what happens, happens. Uh, oh, yeah, Claudia says, she comes in and she goes, <laughs> like cackles like a witch. And then she says, has anyone seen my parrot? And everybody is like, parrot? What do you mean, parrot? Parrot? And then... Andrew's like pirate, and they're all like, "No, silly!" And it's it's the Evie was like, "That's just another word that begins with P." Yeah, that's just a different <laughs> word. It's really funny. It's a weird little time. They they don't know what to say, and they're, so they're just like, "Yeah," and it's beautiful how nervous they are. Yeah, and Evie's upset because she's feeling super implicated. Yeah, um, 
See, this is what is so annoying. Zach has managed, even without presently being there, he's managed to get to the finale in this kind of shit theory that's been taken up, right? Like, yeah. People have taken this all the way to the bank. I hate that. Yeah, hate it. Hate it. Absolutely fucking hate it. Yuck. Anyway. Um, is the mission of all missions, though. It is the mission of all missions. There is, like, a helicopter comes, and we're like, okay, sure, no worries. So I think because they start it, or I think, like, there's a sexy version of Unfinished Symphony by Massive oh, Attack. Oh, yes, um, yes. Good, which good is, pick. Yeah, that was great. Yay, 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 yay! Oh, God. <laughs> 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 it's a good movie. That did not feel hot or sexy. Keep it, keep um, it. Claudia runs out, and she, like, is... It's like she's taking a fat line. She literally is like, fucking finalists, come on! <laughs> like her level of enthusiasm is every presenter should try and match that. Yeah, 100%. She's the best. She's irreplaceable. And that's why this one is the best traders because she's just so fucking good. Anyway, they get in this helicopter. Harry says he's never been in a helicopter, even though he is an aviation engineer for the army. You've wrote this down as well. I've said, we find out that Harry's an avionics technician, which kind of kills our theory that he's a bloodthirsty murderer. He's just been in like a warehouse with a spanner this entire time. And you and I have painted this picture of him like in the gulf. Yeah. I have him doing war crimes in Afghanistan. Yeah. He's like. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, I've never been in a helicopter before. I was like, okay, cool. So I've had this wrong from the start. (laughs) Very, very funny. Um, But good for him, you know. Um, They're in the helicopter. It's so beautiful. And then they go, there's like a, there's a ship. But, you know, of course. Yeah, they have like, they go to Port Noki, which is quite near Aberdeen, my hometown represents oh. the East Coast. Yeah, talk to me about this. Um, is this the North Sea? What sea is this? This is the North Sea. And that's yeah. like famously so treacherous, weird. right? <laughs> like the North Sea is like, it's just like big oil, isn't it? Like <laughs> North Sea is like, it's just basically a puddle of oil um, oh. and some waves. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It's gorgeous. The East Coast, I think, is underrepresented um, in Scotland. Like, we have the West Coast, we have Sky, which obviously is so gorgeous, and I will always represent for them, but I'm glad that the East Coast is getting a little loving on the show. Yeah, I mean, it did look um, beautiful. So they're at Port Noki. It looks insane. It was a great kind of, like, tourist Scotland advertisement, How? unintentionally. I'm like, yeah, so good. How far um, would it be? How far? Yeah, how far would it be from the castle? Is it far? Like, yeah. Well, I guess they're flying there, so maybe less so. Mm. Um, but you're, yeah, it's like if you were to drive that, it would probably take you like two and a half hours. Okay, so it's quite far. Maybe. Yeah, quite far. Yeah. But I guess because you're in the helicopter and you're just like cutting across the coast, maybe yeah. it would be like four or five minutes an hour or something. Yeah, wow. Okay, um, cool. Good to know. Yeah, peek behind the curtain. But they take, they have a <laughs> behind the candelabra. You're <laughs> so lucky I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> You're so fucking lucky. I have local knowledge. Yeah, I guess Jeez. so. Mm. 
Um, so you're getting views to Scotland. You get a walkie-talkie with Claudia, which honestly I would go on the show just for that moment alone. Um, they basically have the opportunity to win 20K um, by getting on the boat in 60 minutes and raising the sail, but they have like the opportunity to go in like these diverted routes and to earn more money. This, to me, was the least exciting of the missions really it was like yeah in theory it was the i mean it's the simplest like it's the least convoluted i was like what's the challenge but then obviously the challenge is the fucking landscape because as soon as they start diverting to go and get the money i was like oh my god this is that famous sea from the internet that everyone took like they have to go through the water they go into a cave daniel the cave was hectic and jazz just keeps on going keep pushing Keep pushing. Oh. Keep pushing. Oh my was god! Like Jazz, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. And also, major props to Molly having like, d- like the kind of when they're climbing over the rocks and stuff like that. Like this, that is just so slippy. Yeah, and so treacherous. And they obviously have the grip shoes and everything, but you need your hands there, eh? I'm like, it's so yeah. amazing that she was like, let's fucking go. And like, yeah, I was inspired by her yeah i mean she's amazing she's like such a obviously like a great disability advocate she's like let's let me fucking in there like she loves all the challenges she's so physical it doesn't hold her back at all she performed sensationally yeah um and then yeah the rest of them i guess were just the classics come on guys let's go (laughs) keep pushing keep pushing um between a crag which i was super jealous of that looked super exciting it looks really beautiful um, andrew was not able to do it well but he did it and it was beautiful but it was also really funny because he's he's really big and he his legs were just in the wrong spot and he couldn't get them yeah i think he was like in that cave and was like oh actually sorry fuck this yeah yeah and that's fair like i again i love andrew he did really well harry does really well in this challenge like literally just flies off the fucking side of the thing dives into the cave it's so treacherous i was i was like oh my god they're all going to die yeah like it is definitely on the menu it was crazy they get like (laughs) yanked out of the boat like yanked onto a boat in a way that looks like rescue. Yeah, because they probably would have been literal rescue vessels yeah. um, on hand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the insurance situation on that mission <gasps> would have been excruciating. I can't imagine the paperwork Mm-mm. that was done for that. It, yeah, they would have had to have signed an intense waiver. Intense! Like, I know that they have, like, helmets and things, but I was like, this is, it's so easy to die here. I could do it. I could do it easily. Yeah, I, like, actively would have, I think. Yeah, for sure. But instead, nobody dies. They get on the little boat out to the ship and um, Harry immediately is vomiting because he's seasick. Oh, my God, I forgot. Yeah. yeah. That is, like, no wonder he's only, <laughs> I say, only fixing aviation equipment. <laughs> like, I could do it myself. Um, yeah. <laughs> but he's not in the navy and i guess that that shows that does show it really shows when he's not in the navy um but they get to the boat him and andrew are so sick and so the girls and jazz <laughs> are like hoisting the flag and the andrew and harry are stumbling around have you seen those videos where like um like a bear will like eat rot like rotten fruit that's fermented and become alcoholic have you seen that yeah it was like yes, that yes 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 it's like that yeah they both 
they were giving Druzy like, <laughs> yeah, but they're trying their best to sort of help, but they're sort of just staggering around. And it's so funny because Andrew's so big. It's really good stuff. They're basically just like sitting back and watching them create a larger prize fund for them to inevitably take away. Yeah, these traders aren't even helping. It's crazy. I know. They're like, I'm so tired by now. Yeah. Like, can yeah. you guys just do it? Can you guys please just do, just do it? Anyway, they did it. So they fucking win 20K and then it takes the prize pot to 95,000 pounds, mm. which is crazy. It's crazy. But they could have won up to 120. And I thought that they would have the opportunity to win more. Crazy. I think the kind of evolution of like game shows have now been like a million dollars. Yeah. So actually, under 100K isn't good. Yeah. I think it's because it's the BBC. The BBC never gives away big money. Yeah, that's fair. It's. It's yeah. fair, and it's it's a great it's a great amount of money. I I would take it. It's a huge, it's a life changing amount of cash, mm. especially in the times that we live in. Yeah. Um, the UK is a puddle of shit just now, so having ninety five k would be so gorgeous. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I do stand by the fact that do I believe that two twenty one year olds <gasps> need the money? Uh, no, no. Fucking hell. If you gave me £95,000 and I was 21, I would actively be dead. Yeah, same, same. I would have just, like, <laughs> I would have squandered it so bad. I'd be in, in debt. I'd be in debt somehow. I would have been in, like, buying Belvedere vodka at a VIP booth yes. in a horribly shit club in Scotland. Yes. Like, just spending it in the worst possible fashion 100%. give this money to evie jazz or andrew please fucking god yeah did you see the um photos of harry in like a private plane on his instagram no oh my god it was so awful and so on the nose we'll get to it anyway i'm gonna i'm gonna look up as yeah the, look uh, it up look um, it up it's a huge backlash anyway I mean, you could, like, maybe it's because his girlfriend is famous, but it was also just like, oh, don't do this. Not now. While you're on TV tricking people and everyone's worried about Molly, the entire country. Anyway, whatever. Um, uh, oh, yeah, it's captioned P&J sandwiches and they're drinking cans of Moretti on the flight. Mm. And he's got a... Uh, um, Oh my god, what is it? Is it like an LV it crossover is. bag? Yeah, it's the Louis Vuitton crossover bum bag. I can't believe you know. <laughs> you have like, having memory. Yep, that will be the album. I know the bag and I know the photo. He looks like a dickhead. He looks like, like a dickhead. He's love island fodder. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder how it long him and his girlfriend will stay together for. Oh. Anyway, do you watch Survivor? Oh my god, no. Okay, but like this is a bone of contention for me because I would love to be one of the people who have like a pathological history of watching every series. Yes, I love those um, people. My, my friend and I went to, um, where did we go last year? Santorini. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I remember and there this. was a couple of nights where we were like, <laughs> you remember my random trip to Santorini? Um, <laughs> before I sound like I'm above my means, like that was a free holiday for me. So um, <laughs> anyway, but... We had a couple of nights after watching the queer, oh, what was it called? Do you know the one on Netflix? It was like the all-girl, 
Oh, what's the one when you like? I don't know. I was. Get... I can't remember. I was gonna be like Tila Tequila. Like I have no idea. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! Tila Tequila is a is a nope, nope. <laughs> tequila is like a neo-Nazi. Like what? Or... Did she really? Yeah, Tila Tequila. If you Google Tila Tequila, it is truly disturbing. The first, like, I, oh my god, what did she do? Oof, so the downfall of Tila Tequila. <laughs> what a Isn't fucking psycho. Uh, no, it's just like Tila Tequila, a shot at love. Yeah. Oh, that was girl. The... Yeah. It's actually really dark. <gasps> Attempts to baptize. You know what? We're going to leave this right here. We're going to leave this right here. <laughs> yeah, I think we don't need the darkness to continue as a actually. Um, a lot of. The rest of this episode is Molly essentially saying to Harry and Jazz, um, if either of you are traitors, I will absolutely never speak to you again. And Harry's like, I think if you were a traitor, I'd just say like, oh, fair, fair play game. Good for her. I know. Isn't that <laughs> crazy? Like, no, I'd say go fuck yourself because you've emotionally manipulated and gaslighted me specifically under the ruse of intimacy and potential chemistry. Yeah. Let's call a spade a spade. Did Harry even mention that he had a girlfriend the entire time? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I really don't know. Like, I, it seems like they are very much in love, if not like fucking best friends. Like, it is, it does not feel okay. Yeah. It felt like there was low key fuck energy there. Although, as I have said, the entire podcast, I've been throwing fuck energy around. <laughs> like there's no tomorrow. Everyone's got fuck energy to me. That They're all true. fucking. Hey. Yeah, that is very um, true. Yeah, that is quite true. So, before we get to the round table, we have one of our fine, final horny. <laughs> final horny golfers <laughs> um, this season and it's now i might need you to verify this for me was it from the hunger Games? it was from the hunger games yes, it was the song from the, the hunger tree. games yes the hanging tree as sung by jennifer lawrence i guess like what 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 are we doing yeah, that was i didn't even know that was a song that was coverable Legally. beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, I guess, you know, sometimes you win. Was, I didn't love the hanging tree personally. Um, <laughs> I did put my fingers up. Uh, <laughs> more than Uh Yikes, Hunger Games references. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> also, they're going to the round table in outfits they went to the dinner party in the night before. Yes. I don't know if you noticed this. Yes, what's that about? The black um, suit for jazz. The black suit for jazz. The absolutely horrendous light blue oh, suit Harry wears with the white knight. He looks that's not right. Ooh. That is not on. That suit was not. Dude. But that's classic, like, British men who don't know how to dress themselves. Like. It was awful. That blue. It was not good. It didn't. Even the color didn't suit his complexion. It wasn't even like it's a nice no. color on you. It was just like nothing about this is working for me. And I feel like I can be a nasty bitch about him because he has a hundred k now. He has so much <laughs> money. <laughs> he has better suits. He's got the LV crossover bum bag. He's got the LV crossover. He has it. <laughs> <laughs> 
working food. He's got it. Um, Claudia arrives in the disco ball blazer. I'm glad to have got one more um, appearance in that. Yeah, that was a great fucking, such a good suit. Um, yeah, I wrote Jazz looks really good in his dinner suit again. Um, He's so hot. Yeah. Evie starts on the defense. She knows she's up. She had to do it. Yeah. And like, I thought there was maybe a glimmer of hope there and there wasn't. Yeah. So <laughs> I guess, fuck, fuck me, I guess. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Fuck you. Because I was there being like, maybe the edit is coming to this final point where Jazz brings up the Harry situation and we're all good here. Yes. Um, But it literally holds zero traction. Molly's like, I don't give a fuck about this new information. Harry has always been a faithful to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nothing I've, happens. Um, nothing happens. They all vote out our girl. Evie, I have written in capital letters, no! Yeah. Evie! It's Scotland! <laughs> it's so it's Scotland! Yes, that's your Braveheart moment. It's just so sad because Jazz finally goes for Harry, but he goes so gently and he's like, hey, remember when I said that thing to you about Paul? And Paul told me that you told him that. Did you tell him that? And I'm like, great, he's going to catch him in a lie. And he catches him in the lie. Harry says, like, who, me? Uh, oh, uh, so I don't I don't think so. No, uh, who's Paul? Like, he, like, he just <laughs> not, he really feigns. He, like, goes in a little circle. like, no, I don't think, I don't remember talking to Paul because we had breakfast and, no, I didn't talk to Paul. No, no, I didn't. Like, it's not a good defense. And then Jazz goes, okay, okay. Yep. No, okay. Okay, then. Yep. I accept that. The way that Jazz played it had me shouting at the TV because I was like, good for you. You're starting this with, are you 100% sure you didn't say this to Paul? Yeah. And he was like, I'm 100%. I was like, you should have just taken it from there and been like, that's it. You're a fucking traitor. Yeah. That's why I know. Done. Yeah. It was oh, like, okay, well, good information in the in the bad hands. It was awful. And he should have, Jazz should have gone and talked to Evie and Andrew privately and been like, guys, listen. And Evie would have had to jump on it. Like. 1000%. Big time, big time, big time. Yeah. Um, after Evie gets eliminated though, they're able to kind of like have a little tete-a-tete, go away before they come back to decide whether or not they're going to throw their, what were they called? Like the like sacred sack. Sacred sack. <laughs> 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 it gave big scrotum energy yeah. to me. They're also filled, like, they go back in, right? There's a fire in the room. Yeah, because obviously the which, weather like, outside is too bad. Right, number one. And then see working, like, fringe at any point and any act that's like, I would love to do an open flame in an enclosed space. <laughs> You're like, um, you can go fuck yourself. Like, that must have been a nightmare to sort out. Then inside the sacred sacks is just like, do you have that in Australia? Like, the magic flame or whatever it's called? Yeah, we do. The right. I was like, that shit is toxic as fuck. Is it? In this, like, enclosed space. Yeah, I don't think that it's makes good. Sense. Yeah, it probably isn't. <laughs> Um, but Andrew has a conversation with um, Jazz about Harry. Um, Harry's there wanting to throw Andrew under the bus. Andrew's wanting to throw um, Harry under the bus. But at this point in the game, I'm like, this is surely just greed. If you both are saying how much you love each other as like a father-son mm. stand-in, then surely you can just take 50,000 home each. Yeah. But at this point, Harry's being a greedy bitch. Yeah. 
Yeah. And in Andrew knows eyes. he can't he can't trust him. Like he just knows. No. <sighs> anyway, so they do their thing. Andrew goes in for him. Harry acts like he's surprised. He's like, well, I don't know. What the fuck is that? He literally mouths, what the fuck? I'm like, no. Molly's like, Ugh. I know. At that point, I'm like, Molly, come on, babe. Like, you have to do something. Anyway, it's fine. Uh, I really thought Jazz was going to bring it home, but they don't. He votes for Andrew for some fucking insane reason. And Andrew says, I'm a traitor. And then he goes home. Because Andrew's like, I've believed that Harry was a traitor from the start. I was like, the approach to this wasn't even smart. It was crazy. He should have said, Jazz, you convinced me. He should have been like, oh, Jazz, I think you actually made a really good point. I actually agree with you. Instead of being like, well, guess what, bitches? Surprise, I'm a completely different person now. Like, it was such a crazy... It was was, As soon as he started saying it, the speech, I was like, he's gone, he's fucked it, he's completely ruined it, It's, it's done. Because when he gets eliminated, Molly's already having an emotional breakdown, which yeah. at this point in the game, our fate is sealed. Harry has definitely won. Um, but I'm like, how bad are you going to be when Harry gets, like, when you find out? Yeah, she can't out, cope with Andrew being a traitor. I was like, you're going to hate this. Oh, my, oh, my notes here. Are like, Molly's so upset. Come the fuck on, Jazz. My heart is beating so hard. Yes, Jen, stand up for yourself. Like, I'm screaming in my notes. Me, oh, big t- Big time me too is nothing but caps locks here. Oh. I go, yes, Jazz, come on, red fire. <laughs> I said the same thing. <laughs> it was like that to me was maybe the whole point. We are then oh, just these shots of Molly in tears. And then she says, can I change my vote? Oh my God, because she looks up at him and she says, it's not, she mouths, it's not you. And he goes, no, it's not. And she has a breakdown. Fucking, because we see her start to write down Harry. We see her write the H. And then she just, right. she can't do it. Oh, dude, I'm like, at this point, I feel bad for her because as much as I'm <sighs> truly infuriated, I yeah. know she's going to walk off that and be like, oh my God. We're mad because we like her. I am mad at her. Like, I'm protective of her. But I'm also like, Molly, if you just, why don't you just vote for Harry? And then you can give him half. You can just give him half. Literally. I'm like, go with the person you think is safe. But I guess she had... She had been suspicious of Jazz. Jazz. But why the fuck would Jazz... Why would a traitor ever go again? Why would a traitor ever be the one to burn red? Literally. Like, that's fucking crazy. It was just dumb moves on her part. And... Yeah, again, if I were on that show at 21, I'm sure I would do a bunch of dumb shit myself. So, like, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm not throwing her into the red fire, no. slash green fire no. here, but, like, I just as a viewer knew what I wanted. And to be fair, though, we did have Faithful's win last year, and Harry did play an amazing game. Harry so, played the best game. He played the best game. Like, that shield was... That was hot. Yeah. Even... I, what did Claudia say? She was like, that shield move was un parallel yeah which is funny because people have tried to do it before um right it just hasn't worked that well um i think when so like harry's won he's won <laughs> the traitors 2024 
is done. And he's won. And we can't do anything about it. it. I wrote, oh, my God, it's excruciating. Fuck off, Harry. He's still standing. Like He's, like, shaking his head at her and lying. When Molly says she's a faithful and she smiles and then he smiles and then he tells her he's a traitor, she's like, fuck. Yeah. And she literally says, fuck. Fuck. She just like walks off set shouting yeah. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I had, I checked. Like, yeah. I checked fuck. and they hadn't, they did not follow each other on Instagram, but now they do. <gasps> oh, they do now. They do now. Yeah. But they didn't at the time. Because he said that he would try everything in his power to regain her trust. It's like give her half the money then. Yeah. Maybe give her a cut. There's, a show that is in the annals of time, the annals of time, <laughs> in the UK called Playing It Straight. Do you know about this? Uh, no. What is this? Okay, so there were two seasons, the second of which was hosted by Jamila Jamil. Oh my God, I just realized we is... didn't talk about Survivor and people are going to be annoyed. Finish this and then oh, let's talk fuck. about Survivor. <laughs> okay, this one. So basically what happened in Playing It Straight, which was like way back in the noughties, like it does not age well but okay. have watched it quite recently okay it's one girl who is gaslighted by 10 men five of which are gay and five what? of which are straight no. and she has to figure out which ones are gay and which ones are straight no way and they're in a straight up and it's called um they're in a hacienda in in espanol oh. and they before they go, it's like, before you leave the Hacienda, I have to know, are you gay or are you straight, oh right? God. And so then it came down in the first season, spoiler alert, it came down to um, this one guy. She chose him. It was like a traitor's energy, oh. right? They had to convince her otherwise. And he won and he was gay and he ca- I was able to keep all the money. Oh my God. But instead, he feels so bad that he splits it with this girl. He's oh. like, we'll do 50K each. Like, I can't live with myself. Like, all this, all that. Oh, good. So it, it has been done in history before. Yeah. Harry, however, did not do chooses it. not to do the same. Yeah. Talk to me about Survivor. Okay, so watch a couple of series like a million years ago because it's been on for 75 for years. For our entire life, um, probably. There are 300 seasons of that show. There's one season in particular which is voted like the craziest one. And me and my pal Mike tried to watch it in Santorini together. Um, oh, I, it starts with a K. Have you seen all of them? Like, are you a Survivor not? I've never seen Survivor. I I think, oh my God, what was it called? Survivor K. <laughs> Survivor K. <laughs> Survivor K. You know Survivor K, oh, right? Oh, I know her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you that get it, you get it, you get it. Sorry, I'm just like looking through Harry's um, Instagram now and <laughs> dying. I hate it. <laughs> um, but to be, I'm not a survivor girly and I apologize for that profusely. Yeah, but you tried to watch it and you didn't like it? I think that one series was just like, there's there's some things which are just so American to me that I find them... Like, say, for example, like Traitors US. Yeah. I love Alan Cummings. I'll never watch that franchise because it's just i think Very they're so American. it's yeah and they have the um like mix of both like reality celebrity stars yeah i don't and like that that's crazy kind of locate that i think yeah, yeah. i do definitely so, hate that 
yeah, there's just some bits of American editing I find too eye-roll-inducing to watch the show. And unfortunately, I think Survivor comes under that bracket for Yeah, me. right. What about, have you watched the Australian ones? Because people say to me, you have to watch Australian Survivor. People love it. Okay, I haven't, I didn't even know there was one. Yeah, there is one. And people fucking love it. Maybe we should watch okay, it. Maybe that's wanna... what we do. There's a new season coming out. Do we watch it? Or is that going to be so annoying to people who love Survivor? And we're being like, okay, we don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> we don't because I think okay, it's well, like maybe. Titans versus somethings. Actually, maybe that will be fun. Maybe that's what we start watching next week. Yeah, I'm more than happy to get into a Survivor. And as you know, an Australian Survivor would be way more palatable for me. Yeah. Um, due to us being the greatest producers of reality television on earth. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Is there a UK Survivor? It's a whole thing. Let's do Survivor, I guess. Yeah, let's maybe do we it. Can have- if anyone's like V pro survivor, like let us know. Yeah, please let us know. Um, if you're like, don't do Australian Survivor, then uh, tell us what we should do. We could do Fuckboy Island whenever that comes out. Yeah, that's hot. I think there are so many options. And also, um, I've loved doing the traders with you. This has been so fun. I know, it's been so nice. We will do an Australian season of the traders at one point. We'll have to, like, obviously. We'll have for to. Sure. We'll have to. Um, I'm losing um, my mind. I've just started putting blue tack on my face. Um, I literally was just about to say <laughs> you're currently putting modeling clay on your forehead and this <laughs> is feeling like a cry for help for me. <laughs> and I'm going to put this down just to you being super devastated that we have no Diane on our screens anymore. I am so sad about Diane. I love Diane. Um, let's... Can we do like a, maybe like a, what's your highlight of the season? Like now that we... Yes. Oh, my- are your biggest cultural moment, you know, what was, what was oh, your takeaways? Okay. When Diane says that Ross is her son, oh, that was one gorgeous. of the most important me- moments of television. Um, I really liked when Ash pretended she could not hear Sonia. <laughs> yeah, that was true. Um, that was good. And the funeral for Diane, the choir for me. It's the choir for me. <laughs> yeah, choir for Diane. The BBC funded funeral for Diane, the national yeah. funeral that we all watched. Yeah, that was um, beautiful. That was like public our holiday generation of Diana. I it think. was. That was our Princess um, Diana. What about you? That was our Diana moment. <laughs> uh, I can't get over the Brian breakdown. That will stay with me for life. Um, oh, really yeah. love that. <laughs> Let's we forget. Um, the elimination of Zach brought me a f- dopamine hit that I haven't felt in literally years. So <laughs> I should probably speak to a professional about that. Yeah. Um, and just having a great time tearing it to pieces with you, baby. It's been so nice, and I love you so much. Been- Love you so much. All right. Well, we'll be back. Thank you to everyone who's followed the traitors yes. and, and who will continue to follow Cultural Exchange. Thank you. Um, rate us five stars, you dumb. Sorry, I don't know why I like, immediately go abusive there. I'm like, <laughs> rate us five stars or I'll find where you live. Fuck with you for the rest of your fucking life. I think it's actually really strong um, and you should you should keep it, keep it in. I think it's like a good vibe. <laughs> yeah. I, I want people to tell us what they want us to do. Tell me what you Yeah, I think that would be hot and sexy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, can you just tell us what we do next? Help us. I'm scared. I'm really scared. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. So I need to stop it. Yeah, I need to stop it too. It's awful and they do it on stage. All right. I have to go to bed. All right. Let's one last salute. Big Claudia energy. Big Claudia big energy. Big love. I love you.
Love you. Bye. Bye.